Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Praise God. Amen. Let's go to the book of Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Amen. Matthew 6 and 33. Honey, we had a time, didn't we? Amen. And we so so appreciate your support. Uh, Not something that we have ever done before. Amen. But uh, we certainly did appreciate that time. Going to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33. Read it with me. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first. Tonight, kingdom first is my thought. Kingdom first. Lord, we thank you, God, for your word today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the chance to study you, to study your word, to learn your character, to learn, Lord Jesus, what you do and how you do it, so we, oh God, can do our best to do it just like that. We give you praise, Lord, for it in Jesus' mighty name. Help us tonight. We give you praise. Praise the Lord. Let everybody say amen. Amen. Kingdom first. God bless you. You can be seated. We often talk about the kingdom here at MPC because that's what the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about the kingdom of God. God is a God of order. He's a God of structure. He's a God of planning. He's a God of government. He's a God of purpose. He's a God of purpose. The psalmist said, there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the purpose of the Lord, it shall Stand. I don't care what happens in this election today. His purpose will not be outvoted. Aren't you glad to know that? Doesn't matter who rises to the seat of government, who rises to power, or who falls. His purpose shall stand. Consider how that this universe keeps on operating. The sun keeps on shining. The earth keeps spinning where it's supposed to be spinning, traveling where it's supposed to be traveling. Amen. I don't care what kind of things this world may think of that's going to come to the end of the earth, but but God arranged that. Hallelujah. Now tell me if he don't, if he can't take, if he can take care of that, he can take care of you. Think about the solar system and the expanse of the far galaxies beyond our view. Think about the, the minute uh, atoms and the structures of small that are so small you cannot even see it. Look at the complexity of the human DNA and what all can be said about the human DNA. 
as we were traveling and driving uh, throughout uh, Colorado and uh, Arizona and Utah, it was almost like every hill over the next mountain and the next hill over the next, around the next curve, it was something new. Amen. Sister Gill and I had worship service all the way on the road. Lord, thank you for your beauty. Thank He put that together. He put that together. Hallelujah. I wonder if it was his finger that did the Grand Canyon, 277 miles, uh, that, 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 that just carved out such beauty. He did that. Somebody say, he did that. He's got a plan. The kingdom is his plan. The kingdom speaks about God's comprehensive plan from Genesis to Revelation, from the beginning of time to the end of time. We understand that the kingdom is a part of God's overall understanding and working with man. The Bible is a story about a king and all of his kingdom. Amen. It is not, as we have said before, a religion. It is not a religion full of rituals and, and things you have to do to just simply get his attention, amen, but the plan of God is about a relationship, it's a story about the, his sons and his daughters, amen, aren't you thankful that we serve the king who is immortal, invisible, the only wise God, hallelujah, kingdom, the kingdom of God refers to the glory of the Lord that he wants to establish in the realm of man. Religion relies on tradition. The kingdom relies on worship. Amen. Religion relies on self-righteousness, but the kingdom relies on his righteousness. The kingdom is based on truth, rights, principles, laws, and the righteousness of God. So Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. But there's a way that is right to the king, and it will work out every time. There are principles that men may try to follow from this world, but they may fail. But there are principles of the king that'll never let you down. Thank God for his faithfulness. Thank God for his consistency. Thank God we serve a king who is sovereign. That means he does what he wants, when he does it, how he does it, and, and, and he has control. But do you know this? You can pray, and you can pray, and the sovereign can change the direction. He can change the moment. Amen. Where there is sickness, he can bring healing. Where there is depression, he can bring encouragement. Where there is chaos, he can bring peace. He's the source of power. The king, the word king in the Greek speaks of the foundation or the source of power. The king is the source. He's the source of the power of the kingdom. The king sets the standard because he's got the power. The king embodies the kingdom because he has the power. Whatever the king speaks, the kingdom speaks. I want to tell you, don't compare our king with the monarchy of England, uh, the United Kingdom. Do not compare because it has, that's, that's a figurehead. That's just something that people look at and celebrate. That's fine. But our king has all power in his hand. He's got all power that you need today. So why would I go looking anywhere else? I got to start with him first. I want to look at him first. I want to follow him first. 
when we begin to look at the concept of the kingdom, the kingdom is both now, Mark 1, 15, and not yet, Matthew 16, 28. The kingdom is near, Luke 17 and 21. And the kingdom is in heaven, Matthew 7 and 21. Can I tell you, his plan is bigger than my, my gill brain can understand. His plan is more comprehensive than the most educated person can understand. It is now and it is coming. It is coming and it is near. It is near, but it is in heaven. I want to be a part of the greatest plan of all human in history. It's called the king and his kingdom. Can you say amen, somebody? Everywhere Jesus went, he preached the kingdom. The Bible teaches us that Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Jesus preached healing. That's a kingdom doctrine. Amen. Healing was his practice. When the gospel of the kingdom is, is preached, you can expect healing to come along. Thank God for that. I, I can't find that in the political parties of today. You're never going to find relief from depression from the Democratic or Republican Party. Sorry. But you can find it from a visit with the king. You can find it. Hallelujah. Not only did the king preach his own message, but his disciples and apostles preached the message. The apostle Paul taught the same doctrine when it says, and he went into the synagogue in Acts 19 and spake boldly three months reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom. What Jesus preached, Paul preached. Somebody say, that's apostolic. You will find that in Acts 20, Paul said, I preached the kingdom of God. Amen. He also, we find that testifying of the kingdom is said in Acts 28 and 23. In 28 and 30, he went about preaching the kingdom of God and teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus with all confidence and no one forbidding him. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you today, you're a part of the greatest thing of all time. Amen. You may be a citizen of the United States, but above that and beyond that, you and I are citizens of heaven. We are part and parcel to the greatest plan of all times. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9, Paul writes, For you remember, brethren, our labor and travail for laboring day and night because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. Then if you jump down to verse 12, he says that you walk worthy of God who hath called you unto his kingdom and glory. So when we think about kingdom, we, we, we've got to understand that there is a government that we are a citizen of. There is a an entity that is beyond this world that we are a part of. And it should be, and it must impact every part of our life. Everything we do, first thing, 
the kingdom. First thing, I need to think kingdom, not this world, not secularism, not wrapped up in all that is around us. I want to think first the kingdom. You know what I prayed when I went to vote is, God, would you help me vote your kingdom? Help me vote your kingdom. It's not... If you think that the Republican Party is your savior, would you find an altar and repent? If you think the Democrat Party is your savior, would you find an altar and repent? If you think a political uh, personality is your savior, let's find an altar and repent. Because you and I are looking beyond what the Republican Party and the Democrat Party can give. Amen. It's something that can unify division. It can unify parties. It can unify people that are on the wrong side and the right side and the opposite side of the aisle. Kingdom first. I pray to God that somewhere in our world we've got some kingdom first minded politicians. But I'll tell you this, my hope is not in that. Somebody say my hope is not in so pastor comes home, the first thing he does is starts talking about politics. Now I'm talking about the kingdom. Bigger than politics. Better than parties. Better than anything this world has to offer. I don't fold my hands and, and stick my head in the, in, in the sand and, and, and cry and moan or, or do like Chicken Little and say the sky's falling. But what I do is I go ahead and do my civic duty. But I want to the world to know and I want this congregation to know is that it's the kingdom that has to come first. It, it's the kingdom that has to come first before the price of gas. It's the kingdom that has to come first before my job. It's the kingdom that has to come first before my decisions. It's the kingdom that has to come first when I look at myself in the mirror and say, how do I look today, Lord? Am I pleasing you? Is this bringing you glory? What is to be preached in this hour is the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. I do want to tell you today that God is for you. Seek him first. Matthew 24, 14. Matthew 24, 14 says, And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. I will tell you today, it's going to be the last message preached somewhere, someplace, somehow. <laughs> but let's keep preaching it. It's going to be the day that he returns sometime, someplace, somehow, and the trumpet is going to sound, and we're going to glow with him in glory. That's still a rapture, church. That's still a rapture. I'm going to tell you, that's better than anything that this old world can give you. It's better than anything that you can get from an election. That is, I have a hope of the kingdom now and the kingdom to come. And one of these days, I'm going to leave now and go to come. Again, the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom is the comprehensive plan of God from Genesis Revelation. I, I will be honest with you that some of the Bible studies that we have from, from Genesis to Revelation concern me. 
because of the disjointed understanding and always talking about man's failures. Can I tell you, I like a Bible study that talks about God's triumphs in spite of man's failures. Adam messed up, God triumphs. Amen. Abraham may go down, amen, in, in, in some people's mind because what happened in Egypt, but God triumphs. David messes up, and, and, and but God triumphs. There are those today that will dis, just simply disappoint you, disappoint you, but seek the kingdom first. Seek the kingdom first. Hallelujah. Matthew 6 and 9 in our Lord's prayer that he diagrammed for us to follow. He said, 6 and 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye. Say it with me, if you would please. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For thine is the kingdom. For thine. Everything that you and I do here is not just to feed our bellies and build up a bank account. It's not about just getting possessions and wealth, but it's about simply saying, thine is the kingdom. Thine is the kingdom. Whoa, hallelujah. I got a purpose beyond just simply uh, punching a time card or, or getting to the job and going through my motions. I've got a purpose beyond that, and that is I'm a kingdom builder. I'm a kingdom builder. I want to live a kingdom culture and impact the world around me. Seek the kingdom first. That should be our goal. That should be our goal. His platform is my platform. His policies are my policies. His precepts are my precepts. His principles are my principles. If he says all life is sacred, I have no other choice but to say all life is sacred. If he says marriage is one man and one woman, I have to do, that's what family looks like. I, I don't have a choice. If I truly seek the kingdom, if I truly seek the principles of God's word, I have to shut out the secular uh, 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 sounds of today, shut out the media, shut out Hollywood, and simply say that is not the model. If you think Hollywood's a good model for marriage, go check their track record. I choose 40 years with a beautiful woman. Oh, that's, somebody said on a trip, I hope you get another 40 years. Amen to that. I believe today we need to find some new models. We need to find a kingdom model that simply says what the word says is what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you today that you are in a situation no matter what your story, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter what your household looks like, if you're connected to the kingdom, you're a kingdom builder. You're a kingdom model 
miracle builder. Hallelujah. Let me tell you today that there is something for you to do in this kingdom. Paul put it like this. Colossians 3 and 17. Whatsoever you do in word or deed. Doesn't that cover it all? Whatever you say, whatever you do. Whatever you say, whatever you do. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen. Seek the kingdom first. We are called to seek him first, to give him glory in all that we do. To give him glory in all that we do. The word glory in the Hebrew word here means to be heavy. Describing something that is weighty. The Greek word is doxia. It's translated glory. In simple terms, it means that's which gives a proper opinion of someone or something. I want to give God glory. Proper opinion. I want to declare him who he is. He is first. Hallelujah. He is first. He loved me first, and so I'm going to put him first. He gave himself first, so I want to give myself first. First, the Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And this temple is meant to give the proper opinion of who God is. That's what it means to give glory. So lying's not an option. Cheating, stealing, conniving, underhanded deals, bribing. That is not an option because this is the temple of the Holy Ghost and this body ought to first give God glory and praise. Hallelujah. You want to talk to somebody that, 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 that should, should have, have just simply skirted the rules a little bit? Go talk to Daniel. All he had to do is quit praying for 30 days. But he said, listen, seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom. When it looks like you're going to fail, seek him first. Amen. When it looks like everybody else says go do something else, seek him first. I want you to do something, then I'll explain. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you're a weird alien. You are a weird alien. I love you guys. Boy, I missed you. Ephesians 2 and 18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellowism with the saints and the household of God. Outside of the kingdom, you're just a weird alien. In this world, again, we drove over 2,000 miles and flew a bunch more. We saw some strange folks. But in their mind, we're the weird alien. Praying before your meal, you're a weird alien. Looking like a man, if you are one, you're a weird alien. Looking like a woman, acting like a woman, if you are one, you're a weird alien. 
celebrating the weirdness of this world has become normal. So now we have moved over here to the weird alien side. You're the crazy one. You believe in God, you believe in the Bible, you believe in morals, you believe in holiness, you believe in righteousness. You're the weird one. Unless you look and see what we really are is that we are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. He said it like this. Amen. My kingdom is not of this world. Woo! The church... We're out of this world. That's our citizenship. Our hope is out of this world. Our peace is out of this world. Our strength is out of this world. So we don't get it from the world. We're in a world and we live by their laws. And we're told to do so until they circumvent the furtherance of the kingdom. The disciples said, when told not to preach in the name of Jesus again, they said, in essence, we don't know if we, you know, we don't know about that. You told us not to preach in it, but we got to do what we got to do. Look to your name and say, I got to do what I got to do. I got to do what I've got to do. It's kingdom mentality. It's a kingdom mentality. A stranger speaks of those without knowledge or without a share in citizen rights. Strangers are those folks who like to hang around the kingdom. They like the kingdom dynamic. They like the kingdom message. They like the kingdom benefits, but they're not willing to disconnect themselves from the kingdom of this world. They live without rights. If you're not a citizen, you're living without kingdom rights. If you're not a citizen, you're living without kingdom privileges and promises, but also responsibilities. Strangers stay for the short term, then they move on without ever becoming a full citizen of the kingdom. Somewhere they get disconnected from kingdom understanding and then all of a sudden is that I want to have my way I want to do things my way I want to believe what I want to believe I'm not going to study the word I'm going to study tradition I'm going to just simply hold on to, to, to something that doesn't put me in the kingdom but I want to say today I've got to be a citizen of the kingdom I've got to be a citizen of the king of kings seek first the kingdom Matthew 6 and 24, this is a part of, of the text that leads us up to our beginning text. Matthew 6 and 24, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Somebody say amen. What is he see, saying to us here? Seek the kingdom over possessions. Seek the kingdom first before the things of this world. Amen. We seek after things that are first. Those things become our master. 
what you seek first after, what you worship after, what you and I seek after first will become our master. Will become our master. Verse 25, Matthew 6 says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What? This is kingdom theology right here, okay? Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat. Does anybody know where you're going to go eat after church? I do. But he says, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on, is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? What is he saying? Seek me before you seek clothes. Seek me before you seek food. You gotta have food, we gotta have clothes. Amen, I thank God for people that'll stand at the dressing room and say, is this a kingdom attire? Is this a kingdom look? Am I representing what my flesh wants or am I representing what my king wants? Hallelujah. Seek him first because he's got you protected and covered. Look at verse 26. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather in barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Praise be to God. What does that teach me? God's got things provided for me that I don't sow, that I don't plant, that I don't work. But if I'm living the kingdom, my king has got me covered. If I'm living kingdom principles, the king is able to provide for me. 27, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to his stature? This is... Pastor Gill's paraphrase. Which of you, that is 5'9", 5'10", 5'10", I'll push it a little bit there, can identify as 6'4". I need a bigger seat on the airplane because I'm 6'4". I identify as 6'4". Which of you could change one thing in your life when it comes to who you were born to? What place you were born to? What family you were born to? I wish I had never been born to this family. I wish I had never gotten all this messed up in this. Can you change that? Can you change who your siblings are? Can you, can you change where you were born and what the economy is in your home? Whether you were rich or poor. Thank God. I thought I was living in a rich home because every Saturday we had hamburgers and Dr. Pepper. That's king stuff right there. Every Saturday. Can you change that? You see the problem with our world today, they're trying to change things that they cannot change. Amen. Because the Lord said, listen, I got you. It doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter what household you were put in, whether you were poor or whether you're rich, whether your family's got issues or don't have issues, whether you've got murderers in your background or whether you got millionaires in your background you can't change anything about that but he said don't worry about it don't worry about it when you become a kingdom citizen all things are passed away and behold all things become new then he said in 28 and why 
Take ye thought for raiment. Consider the lilies. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Consider him. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed <laughs> the grass of the field, which, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more. Somebody say much more. Much more clothe you, O ye of little faith. Can I tell you, here's what the king does. You're going to have a lot of money. God will send you to the goodwill. And there'll be somebody that just turned in an expensive dress. And it's right there for you. And an expensive suit and tie. Amen. You say, oh Lord, you know what? I'm telling you today, if you'll put God first, he'll put you in some good stuff. He'll put you in a good car. He'll put you in a good home. He'll put you in good relationships. If you seek him first, seek him first. Give God your first, and he will give you his best. God made the first move to you and me, he loved us before we knew him. He made the first call. He made the first reaching out to us. We did nothing, yet he came for us. We did nothing, yet he died on a cross for us. He gave first. He loved first. He, as a matter of fact, he's called God's firstborn son. Amen. Jesus Christ was offered as what is known as the first fruits. God has given unto us the first fruits of his spirit. Got a problem? Take it to God first. Take it to God first. The Bible teaches us that the firstborn son belongs to God. That the firstborn cow belongs to God. That the firstborn ram belongs to God. That the firstborn goat belongs to God. That the firstborn donkey belongs to God. I want to tell you, whoever you are, whatever whatever you, you belong to God, why don't you take it upon your heart today to say, I will seek the kingdom first and watch God provide for me. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the truth, oh kingdom seekers, if you put God first, he's going to be with you. You may not eat on, on New York prime rib, but you're going to eat. You're going to be taken care of. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. He'll provide if we seek the kingdom first. There are some very great cooks in here. I want to single out someone that makes a really good cake, and I don't even know the name of that. What's the name of that cake, Sister Alberta? There we go. We have talked. We've named that thing everything you could think of. What would you think? What would I think if Alberta makes a cake, pineapple, pumpkin, what? Pineapple carrot cake. 
And she brings that to us with evangelist in the house. And there's two pieces. And she says, you know, I was thinking about y'all. So I made this cake. But I had to eat some pieces myself. So I ate seven pieces of this cake. Just want you to know that I love you. I don't know what I would do. I know what I would feel. That ain't love. That's second thought. But when the cake is brought and it's whole, somebody get what I'm saying today. He's saying, here it is. Are we not told to love the Lord thy God with your heart, your mind, your strength, your soul, loving with a few pieces taken out. That's not seeking him first. Seeking him first is saying, Lord, I love you. I am what I am. Take me. Not a, not a piece taken out for me and a piece taken out for this and a piece taken out for that, but here I am, Lord. All of me. Somebody say all of me. All of me. Seek you first. Seeking the kingdom first means compassion before judgment. Kindness before harshness. Humility before pride. Gentleness before hostility. Patience before aggravation. Forgiveness, love, unity, faith, not fear. Giving, not greed. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Seek him first. Would you stand with me, please? Hallelujah. Today, Lord, in this world... And in America, the election is going on. Amen. Will you pray with me, church, right now? Let's pray over that. Lord, let it be something that will, will benefit the kingdom. Lord, not about a politician, not about a party, but benefit the kingdom. Lord, that your gospel can continue to go, Lord, out without fear of favor. But, oh, Lord, should the election turn in a way that is more anti-Christ than ever before, let us stand and say, God, we will continue to seek your kingdom first. We will be kingdom citizens and, and, and do our best to bring peace and not chaos, to bring it with gentleness and not cynicism and criticism. But Lord, oh God, let us live as lights in this world, in a world that is so messed up. God, we thank you, Lord, today that you're in this world working. But God, our hope is beyond this world. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, church. Make your way to this altar right now. Where's your hope in? Your hope is in the kingdom. Your hope must be in the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Not in your ingenuity, not in your power, not in your might, but in the King of kings. Hallelujah. You're my need supply. 
fire today. Lord, you are my sustainer and my source. You are my strength, oh God. When I wake up tomorrow and I find the results of the election, I say to you, oh God, be glory. Because you, oh God, set up and you put down. Father, today, would you have your way? Have mercy on our nation, Lord. Righteousness exalts a nation. But sin brings a reproach. Oh God, we watch, we watch and we see, Lord Jesus, the corruption that is in our government and the corruption, Lord, that is both on the left and on the right. Oh God, have mercy. But let the church stand as a light of integrity. Let the church stand as a light of character. Let the church stand as a light of the kingdom. Lord, to proclaim that there is hope when the hopeless have no place to go. There is strength, oh God, in you today. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Seek him first right now. Come on. Would you seek him first right now? Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.